Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Come on, Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Right, here we go. We got a good Tuesday show, but the thing is, Amy is not here. So it would have been great. Now it's only going to be good. Yeah. Amy is sick. She texted me. I was like, I have a fever. I got the fever from more cowbell. <laughs> no. <laughs> she had 104 fever, actually. And I think she's getting a little better, but we don't know what's up, but she's not going to be here today. So without Amy, let's continue and get the show started. All right. His digital detox is now over after a few weeks, and he still doesn't know how to properly duck other people who drive Jeeps. Hmm. Here he is. Eddie, everybody. Bones, I'm going to need another gift card. Wait, what? So, Did you lose yours? No. I can no. probably just reprint out the one I gave you. No, no, no. So I, I helped you pick up some stuff. I volunteered my time, and you didn't have to gift me anything, but you were nice, and you gave me a gift card to Pizza Hut, and yeah. I appreciate that. Now, we uh, went to dinner with some friends on Saturday night, and my wife was like, oh, that's perfect. Give me that gift card that Bobby gave you, and I'll order pizza for the kids. I'm like, no, no, no. That's that's my gift card. That's my pizza. Wait, I don't have to pay for a second gift card, but... Well, no, my wife spent it on my kids. But so she ordered say. three pizzas for them. Now, I don't have the gift card for me. But you would end up spending that money anyway. That'd yeah. been money coming from you. So it's just which version of the money gets spent. I'm tired of this. I'm oh. tired of gifts okay, see, coming it's a bigger my problem way. problem than me. This is not a me thing. <laughs> so let's move off that. But you go ahead with your little speech here. I'm just tired of it, man. Like somebody gives me things and my kids are like, oh, those are cool shoes, dad. You know, I'm a 10 and a half. Like, well, now now you want the shoes or, oh, that's a cool shirt, dad. Can I have that? Now you want the shirt. Now the gift card. I'm just tired of it. Like I'm tired of them taking my gifts. Then don't tell your wife that you have a gift card. Well, I thought it was cool, and I was like, "Pizza's Friday, like it's coming. Like, we got a gift card." I should. You're right. I shouldn't have shared that with her. No, no, no. That's not. No, what? But that, Bobby's right. It's the same money. It's the same. Gonna, you would have paid it out of your own money. Then it's anyway. principal, man. That now was that, my gift. Okay, card. now that I understand the principle so, of it. Will you give me another one? I will not. Out of okay. principle, I will not give you another <laughs> gift card. All right. He just put five hundred dollars into our Bobby Bone Show lottery pool. Now, if he could just help us win for once, that would be cool. Here he is, lunchbox. I'm ready to play a game with you guys, and it's called What's Your Number One Frustration with Your Spouse? No. That seems dangerous. No, I'm not playing that game. 
Yeah. What's yours? Yeah, you do yours first. Uh, my wife is now a lightweight when it comes to drinking. We went to a party on Saturday night, and let me tell you, Sunday was uh, all me all day because she appeared out of the room at 11 a.m. for four minutes. Said, I can't do it. She was that hungover? Yep. Went back in the room till 3 o'clock. So you had all kids? All kids all day for me. And I was just like, what happened to you that you can't even have a couple drinks now? And you're laid up all day. Like it's a time marches on. It's a frustration. It's a man. It was a rough day for me, but yeah, that's my number one frustration. My wife is now a lightweight. Eddie, you want to play the game? No, I'm not playing. Uh, For me, it's when I wake (laughs) up in the morning because she stays up four hours after me. I mean, sometimes lights are on, cupboards are open, maybe a jug of milk's out. I'm like, what happened last night? Was there a party here? Why do you not put anything away when I go to bed? It's good. Eddie? No, I'm not playing, man. Okay. Mm -mm. Mine is probably. I used to just be able to get into a disagreement or just if we're arguing about something and just go, I don't even need to plan ahead. I can just figure my way out and win this thing with just my my thoughts, my quick wit. I can't do that with her and she dominates these, especially if we're like, you said she has a photographic memory, which is annoying. I think that's it. It all roots from her photographic memory. Because she can remember anything she's read, song lyrics after hearing a song once. She can spell words backwards because she can see it in her head. And anytime we get into an argument and she goes, nope, this is what you said. It's hard for me to disagree with that because I know she has a perfect memory. Unless she just says stuff because she knows I know she has a perfect memory. Mm-hmm. So that is it. It's that, that frustrates you? Yes. Yeah. Because if I don't go in with a game plan, I lose. So my new game plan is just if we get into it and I know I'm sinking, I just am like, I'm not even talking about this anymore. I go full mute. That's good. Yeah, smart. And I go, it doesn't even deserve my words. And she knows. She's beat me. But I never say that. <laughs> never admit it. So I'm going to say her photographic memory. Eddie, you want to play? All right, I got one. Okay, good. You good, know good, what, good, man? Good. It, it makes yeah. me so mad. Like, I've been rock and rolling for a long time, so my hearing's not great. Rock and rolling? Oh, dude, playing music, listening to music loud. Acoustic guitar in your bedroom? <laughs> rock and rolling. That is not rolling. rock and rolling. Hey, raging idiots? Raging idiots, dude. So my hearing's not that great. Now my wife says, like, I told you that. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You never told. She's like, your ears are bad. I promise we had this conversation. I think she's making that up whenever she makes up that she told me something that I swear she never told me. And she blames it on my hearing. I hate that. Do you do you have selective hearing or bad hearing? No, bad hearing, man. I don't hear anything. And especially with four loud kids, I, I really I don't hear I never have anything. that issue with you, ever. What do you mean? I can say anything at a very low level. <laughs> you hear it perfectly. And I hear Don't say that right now. Because uh-huh. my wife's probably listening. Got it, got it. Okay, Ray, go ahead and do me. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he loves to play golf when he can, and sometimes he'll play with a fan. Bobby Bones. Woo. Thank you, thank you. So there's a song from the 80s called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Country artists will do like a because this is a very obscure. The song, I mean, this song. Who is this? I don't know. Tears for Fears. Is it Tears is for that Fears? Right? Yep. Wow, wow that's crazy. This, this is ridiculous. This name is Anna Voss. Would you play this from the beginning? She did. Everybody wants to rule the world. Turning back, even while 
That song, I don't know. That's what I like about it. That's so cool. So I only know about her because I'm looking for somebody to open my shows, my comedically inspirational tour. And I was like, hey, I pay a thousand bucks a show. I don't have anybody, so just get at me. And she's one of the people who messaged me. I haven't responded. I've responded to anybody, but I saw that from that. That's good, really huh? Cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. That's cool. Um, you guys can stream it. I'm Mike. It's up, right? One of her songs. Anna Voss. A N N A V A U S. All right, there you go. And if everybody in the podcast that didn't get to hear that whole song, because we can only play a little bit of it before we go to podcast jail, just go search for it on one of your streaming services. Are we all going to podcast jail? Or well, I don't you? know how that works. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we all go to jail or not. But all right, that's the deal. Thank you, guys. Well, well, well. We're going to get into this mailbag, and I'd like to apologize in advance because Amy's not here. And you'll see why. But let's go to the mailbag now. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My new neighbor does yard work in a bikini. That's it. Just a bikini and tennis shoes. I have two teenage boys and I've had to tell them to get inside every time. Because even though she seems close to my age, all they want to do is act like they're playing basketball so they can look at her. I've even heard them inviting friends over for it. Is this something that we just deal with all summer, or is there a way to say something? Has anyone ever been put in this position? I need help. This is just all so awkward. Signed, the nearly nude neighbor observer. Well, first of all, I don't think you can go and say anything because they are literally just doing what they're supposed to do, yard work, and something that they can wear. They can wear it in the front yard. They can wear it in the backyard. If she had a pool in the backyard and she was in a bikini, it wouldn't be a problem. Right. So the fact that she's in the front yard, you really can't go and say anything. What you could do, which by the way, you should do nothing. You really should do nothing. But what you could do is you could go over and apologize for your teenage sons who are constantly staring at her, which then may let her know that dude, young boys are staring at her and then maybe she changes. But I definitely would not go over to say, hey, you need to not do that. Because she's not doing anything wrong. Maybe she doesn't know that your sons are inviting their friends over to look at her. <laughs> Dude, you got to come over and check this yes, out. Yes, <laughs> maybe she doesn't know that. And the only way... I just don't think you should do anything, to be honest, though. But if you have to, that's how to do it. Because you can't tell her what to do. And she's not doing anything wrong. And that's the truth. Now I'm going to go over to Lunchbox. But that's what I say you should do. Lunchbox, go ahead. I say you go out and play basketball with your son. Got it. I knew that was Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to see her in a bikini. She is <laughs> out there in a bikini because she wants the attention. She wants people to say, wow, look at this girl. Look at those roses. And you can see mountains at the same time. Okay. See, I'm, I said I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. Okay, Eddie. Look, man, I'm going to be mature about this. Yes. I had a neighbor that did this. When I was growing up, and it was awesome. Yeah. But like, hey, dude, you don't. Have, the kids don't have to stare. I think it's more of a learning lesson for the dad. Like, kids, look, I know it's awesome. That's cool, right? Don't stare. You you know, know? So they should play it cool, so she'll do totally, it more. Totally, yes. Don't make her feel uncomfortable. She's probably just trying to get a tan. Let's yeah. be real. All right. Don't so stare, boys. There you have it. There's really nothing you can do. She's doing nothing wrong. What's that address? No, there is no address. <laughs> you should do nothing. That's all. That's all. Yeah, man, enjoy your life. No, no. What do you mean? Yeah. That's a, that, he's lucky. Yeah, you only had to go to the pool. <laughs> Great. Well, to, 
if you want to, you know, uh, get cool, cooled off, you go right. to the pool. Or get the water hose. And what to do what? I mean, make it like, and maybe she wants to run through the water hose. No, no, no. no. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Our executive producer is Scuba Steve. You know, he's the guy behind the scenes pulling all the levers, making everything happen. He recently had a vasectomy. He had to miss the show for a while and then came back and was like, it hurts way more than it should. And then we found out that why it hurts is he went home the day after he had it done and got it on with his wife. Right. Like the day he got it. Yeah. The, the doctor, doctor said, don't, the doctor do said don't do that. And he does it. Of course it's going to hurt. That's like having surgery on your shoulder if you're a pitcher and then going out the next day and pitching and being like, I don't know if my arm not healing up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how is it feeling now? Now I'm actually feeling pretty good. It's, it's been about uh, maybe two, two and a half weeks, and I feel totally normal. But what if you had a baby from that first time that mm. you... Well, she's also breastfeeding, so they say because of that, that it they doesn't happen. They say... They say, yeah, they say that they're, that we should be in the clear until she stops doing that. But who's they? Doctors and things she reads online, all that stuff. I can't argue with her. She, Urban she is, she is She is the almighty what and knows everything. What if they have another baby, Oh no! and it's because he got a vasectomy, oh. and he had to just get it on right when he got home? Then I win. <laughs> How do you win? Because I wanted a, I wanted a fourth kid. Lunchbox thinks that Scuba Steve's making vasectomies cool. Yeah, because I got a call from my brother, and he said, "Man, I heard Scuba Steve getting the vasectomy, and now I made my appointment." He said, "I had some of the same fears that Scuba Steve had." And then I heard, and then I heard Scuba Steve live through it and him talk about how he lived through it like it's some. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And he said, "Man, I heard it was painful," and Scuba, and he was like, "But." I made my appointment. Yeah. So I think he goes either this Thursday or next Thursday to get a vasectomy. And he, his literal quote was, Scuba made me realize it was okay to cut it away. That rhymes. <laughs> okay, cut it away. And I was like, that is Scuba <laughs> Steve starting a trend in America. I think you've said Scuba Steve 20 times. Uh -huh. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just trying <laughs> to give you your credit. Seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you think Scuba Steve's affected other men out there listening? I think so. I think we probably have other listeners that heard Scuba's story and were like, you know what? If Scuba can do it, so can I. Scuba, does your wife give you more respect at home for doing it? She does, yeah. And I also want to speak to the guys out there who are like, oh, I went back to work the very next day after I shot a bear and carried it on my back, scunned it, and fed it to my family. I had no pain. I want guys to, under to just kind of be a little vulnerable for a moment. It hurts. I don't care who you are, what kind of pain tolerance you have. Scuba, you got it on immediately when you got home. It's yeah. probably hurt for you worse. Yeah, it's probably your fault. But even without doing that, it still was going to hurt, like the the, what the procedure as a whole. So I want to um, thank you for that lunchbox and for your brother-in-law. We're going to normalize it, and I want people to also normalize it. It's pretty it, normal. feel it. Yeah, yeah, without you, it was normal. It's pretty normal. <laughs> but I, thought, I don't know. My brother was know. not on, on board, and Scuba got him on board. And I was anti it as well until I didn't have a choice. And now I'm starting something, apparently. Well, I've heard this whole storyline, and I'm not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, not going to do it. Yeah. Well, you're past your prime. It doesn't matter for you anymore. Past my prime? <laughs> well, like your whole family situation. Well, that would, should mean I really should get one. <laughs> well, I don't Let's think you're right to have kids. <laughs> oh, not doing that. And on the wheel, you win a lot of things. But if one of them is you have to get a vasectomy. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> well, I guess your wife's already... Yeah, man. She had her tube stuff. Yeah, and you know, if I don't have to mess with something in my body, why would I mess with it? Well, okay, correct. Yeah, why, and, why go in she, there? Had she not already had that procedure done to her. Yes, and to clarify, she had a C-section, so the doctor's like, while she's, we're doing that, we can just and then he's like, yeah, tubes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And my wife said, sure, go for it. She said it like that all pumped well, up? <laughs> not, not that, not that easy. <laughs> Scuba, you're back to 100? Back to 100, yeah. Okay. It can be done. I can't believe he went home and just got it immediately. <laughs> I know, man. I can. He's a dude. <laughs> I think even if he, listen, there's a chance he lied about it. 
No, no, he just hurts them, and so he made the story up. <laughs> not at all. I could show. Because no, what no, sound no, no, you show, show us? us. You took a video. Oh my gosh! He videoed it. Oh my gosh! What? All right. Okay. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Bill Lenz is a U.S. Marine veteran, and he came back from serving 12 years in Iraq and Afghanistan. But when he came back, of course, there's the PTSD. Man, he was really struggling. But thanks to Canines for Warriors, they hooked him up with a dog named Link. And so once he got Link, he said it just changed his life. Here he is talking about it. We do everything together, and we fit together so well. He has changed my world from where I was completely in my head at all times to like letting me exist in my surroundings and in the present. Bill was really lonely, drinking a lot. He was really having a hard time, but that's awesome that he got Link and he's changed his life. I've been fortunate enough to be part of the process of a lot of different service members getting dogs, either through this show where we've raised money for dogs and we've gotten many. And they're just so expensive, which is what we wanted to bring attention to. It's like $20,000 a service dog. Like who can afford that, right? And then with Purina over the years, we've done a lot with, you know, uh, folks that come back from overseas with PTSD and what service dogs mean to them. And a service dog isn't right for everybody. But for those that it is right for, it does a lot of things. One, you know, having worked with them firsthand, a lot of them say, well, it gives me something to care for other than just myself, which sometimes is good because it takes the attention off of just focusing on yourself. But sometimes that attention is just like, okay, all I remember is the bad stuff. Secondly, there were different, uh, a couple guys that had severe PTSD that would hit them in their sleep in the form of nightmares. Mm. And these dogs were trained to crawl into the bed and lay on top of them. You know how sometimes they have those heavy blankets for like anxiety, but yeah. the dog would Weighted blankets, literally yeah. do that, would wow. crawl up and lay on top of them. These dogs were trained to do a lot of different things for a lot of different reasons. And it's just great to hear when one actually works out and is making the life of a service member better because of that. And what's really cool is uh, a lot of these dogs are shelter dogs that, that were rescued. And so they take the time to train them how to do serv- how to be service dogs, and there they go. I mean, they've changed their life, too. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you missed it yesterday, there was a 911 call in Vegas. Like a UFO crashes, and then like a nine-foot creature's in the backyard of somebody. Here they go. We were working, and we just see in a corner of our eye something fall down from the sky, and it was with light. And when it hit down, it was like a big impact, and we felt it. We felt like an energy, and then and then and then we hear like a lot of footsteps near us. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard. Correct. They look like they look like aliens to us. They're shiny eyes and. And they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. The police's body cam saw the thing falling out of the sky. This guy calls 911 and sees this. He's not an actor. He hasn't been drinking. And that's okay if you don't believe it, but I want to play it because there's too much smoke for there to be no fire. <laughs> now, Heather is on the phone, who's in Indiana. Heather, what is your story here? I was 13 years old, and I was at a slumber party at my friend's house. And it was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and like her, their whole house had lit up. And we were looking out the window, kind of seeing what was going on. And we saw this huge thing in the sky with like these spotlights shining down. And we saw it land in this cornfield because obviously we're from Indiana and there's cornfields everywhere. And when this this gate thing folded down, all you could see was these 
shiny looking things inside this whatever it was. It freaked us out so bad we ran and hid in the bathroom. So then the next morning when we got up, we walked out into the cornfield. These corn stalks were folded over and it was as like as wide as like a silo would be, just in the middle of this cornfield. So what do you think happened? I personally think it was truly a UFO and there were aliens on it. To this day, I 100% am positive it was. So when Eddie and Lunchbox go, <laughs> Heather, like when you're telling your story, yes. Heather, what would you like to say to them? Um, You better believe it because it's true. My beautiful brown eyes saw it and nine other girls did too. The, the, the thing that throws me off is all these UFOs look just like the ones in the movies. The but way she were described the ones it, in the movies yeah. based off of people who saw them way earlier no. and was able to tell. What do you mean? No, you don't know Those that. Those are people just like, hey, this is probably what it looks no, like. No, you don't know that. Lights coming down. What you're saying though is not fair because you don't know, and you're acting like what you're saying is absolute truth. You don't know if the early versions That's of true. UFOs are based off of <laughs> reports. All right, you got me there. So I don't know. But I mean, come on. The fact that it's just like a movie, that's a nine-year-old or however old she was in imagination seeing what she saw in a movie like a few weeks ago. Heather, your response? No, 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 no. I am not a sci-fi nerd person whatsoever in my life. I don't watch those kind of movies. And I'm telling you, why would they be shiny looking? Because in the movies, they're green or whatever color. They're not shiny. E.T. was kind of shiny. Yeah. No, it's kind of like grayish brown or something. <laughs> yeah, but it looks slimy too a little Do bit. Do people think you're crazy when you tell this story, Heather? I'm crazy all the time. They say that. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. But I will stand by my story to this day. Do you have friends that you still talk to that were with you that night that can stand by you and go, I saw it too? Absolutely. I sure do. It was the birthday girl. Do you, ever, do you ever not tell the story because you don't want to be judged? Um, sometimes I, I mean, I haven't probably told this story in a few years because, you know, of being labeled as crazy or seeing things. But when I, you know, when I go out to lunch or dinner with my friend Tiffany, um, we talk about it every time. Lunchbox, your question? I mean, it's a really great present from her parents to scare you guys into going to sleep, too, also. They're like, okay, they're up late enough. Let's throw something out in the cornfield. Oh, yeah. Scare them, get them to go to do bed. Do you scare kids to sleep? Yeah. I think that's 100%. the opposite of what you would do to get someone to sleep. Yeah, I don't think you do that, actually. Okay, Heather, I appreciate you sharing that with me. I'm here for you, and I'm sorry that happened to you. I will get I will get a hold of my friend and I will maybe get her and we can get together and we can call in and Love it. you know she can confirm my story. Love it. Yeah, she's gonna go over the details <sighs> with her before they call in, so that way mm -hmm. they have the exact same story. It'll be perfect. Like when you talk to the cops. Yeah. Okay. Get it lined up. Heather had no reason to call us. She's not getting a prize. She's just sharing her story. Yeah. You guys are being rude to her. <laughs> Heather, thank you. When they are enslaved by aliens, they're gonna go, dang it, I wish I would have listened. Oh no. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, bye bye. There she is. Heather. See, guys, uh -huh. you just don't know and you're acting like you know. I don't know either, but I'm not acting like I know. But, oh, but you act like you know they are there. No, yeah, no. you're believing. I'm yeah, saying you're there's, you're if it was anything else, you guys would be like, yeah, there's a lot of smoke. So that's probably some sort of fire. Like what? Bigfoot? Okay. No, yeah. Bigfoot's not real. Right? Oh, there's so a lot of smoke. There's not smoke. <laughs> oh, there's there's not videos. Smoke. We have really high ranking government officials, people in the Air Force. We have that, that see it. They have a lot more credibility than you knuckleheads. But it doesn't matter. All right. But it doesn't matter. We played a 911 call a second ago from a guy who saw something in his backyard. He said, doesn't look like a human. It's nine feet tall. 
There was also an alien or a UFO crash, according to a police officer's body cam nearby. Yes, it should say UFO. Could be anything, right, guys? Yeah, anything. Yep. So we're going to play a game here based on 911 calls. Okay. I'll play you a 911 recording, and you tell me what they were calling for. Now, I'll play it, then I'll give you a few options. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds fun. We'll do an example now. Here's number one. Clark 2911. Still there, sir? Yes, that's no, uh, ma'am. Mary, I'm sorry about that. What's your last name, Mary? Sorry. Are you stopped right now? Yes, I am. Okay. Now, were right. they calling to report an offensive bumper sticker? Were they calling to report a drunk driver, but the drunk driver was them? Or they called just because their kids wanted to see fire trucks and ambulances with lights and sirens? What would you guess there, Eddie? Easy breezy. B, they're calling on a drunk driver, but the driver is them. Yeah. Drunk driver, driver them. <laughs> the answer is? Clark 2911. Somebody's really drunk driving down Granton Road. Okay, are you behind them or? No, I am them. You am them? <laughs> yes, I am them. Okay, so you want to call and report that you're driving drunk? Yes. Are you still driving right now? Yes. Do you want to stop driving before you get in an accident? Yes, I will stop. You guys got the point. I like how the drivers, like the, the, the operators, make. Yeah, it's just as them. I like how the guy answering the phone's like. Wanting to laugh, right? but doesn't. <laughs> we will come back and play more of that game. Give us like three minutes or so. Next. I'm going to play you a 911 recording of someone calling for an unusual reason. And then I'll give you a few options. You pick why they're calling 911. Okay, okay here we go. Number one. 911, do you need fire, medical, or police? No, ma'am, I don't. Now, huh? was this lady calling in a bomb threat so she wouldn't miss her job interview? Was she calling because she wanted to know... You know, what's the best breakfast place? I'm from out of town. Or she called because she thought the cop who came to her house was attractive. Now I want you to hear her voice again at the very beginning of the call. 911, do you need fire, medical, or police? No, ma'am, I don't. What would she be calling for? Really hmm. not a lot to go from except her voice. That's good. What do you think? I got C, that she wants the officer that responded to come back because she thinks he's hot. Eddie? I'm going to say she's out of town. Wants to know where to go eat. 911 for breakfast place. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here you go. I don't have an emergency. Two police officers just left my house just now. Third. Can I get their names, please? So don't come very often. A good-looking man comes at your doorstep. Can you throw them back my way? Do you need them to come back there? Oh, I'd like that, yeah. Why do you need them to come back there? Well, um, because I have an emergency. I'll, I'll think of something. He's cute. Uh, office. Would you throw him back? I think that partner. Throw him back my way, would you? Okay, and what is the reason? Um, my dog. Just blame it on my dog. What on earth? <laughs> Are all these callers going to be drunk? Well, yeah. you know what? They're going back there and they're probably going to arrest her. <laughs> yeah. For misuse of 911. Oh, my goodness. Now, remember, you're not getting much here. But what if they get? What if they do go back, arrest her, and then they do make a love connection? That's, that's pretty, great. That'd be cool. It's a good but story. But still, she has to pay the penalty that's fine. for calling 911. <laughs> here we go. Next up. 911, do you need police, fire, and ambulance? Police. Where? Okay, for McDonald's, um, Delaware. What's going on there? Okay, so she wants some McDonald's, right? This is tough. That's easy. So, did she call because there were no real peanuts in her packing peanuts? Did she call because she didn't get her chicken nuggets? Or did she call because the drive through line was too long, so she wanted an officer to come and help her get through the drive through yeah, 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 yeah. I'm between two. Yeah, because I don't know the answer here. <laughs> the first one's but ridiculous. But the pack of peanuts doesn't yeah, yeah, really yeah. make sense context But the nuggets or the drive through line? Which one? Hmm. Got it. Yeah, I got it. Both you guys in so yeah. you don't cheat. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just write a letter down. Yep. 
All right, here we go. Eddie, drive through line. Lunchbox. Messed up order. Forgot the nuggets. All right, here we go. I ordered a um, two-piece chicken nugget with a small fry and mm-hmm. she said that they didn't have any chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. And she don't have on the menu what I want. I wanted chicken nuggets. And so she didn't have that. So I told her to give me a double and just to find the difference. And mm-hmm. she said she can't do that. So I told her just give me all my money back and I don't want anything. Um, Oh my gosh. It's just not why you call 911. What are they doing? <laughs> There's no nugget need to call 911. Could you call 911 though if you're getting upset about that? Like, you know, you hear a lot of bonehead stories. Like where you like, might hurt somebody. Right, right. Like but you're <laughs> calling it on yourself like the drunk driver did in the last segment. <laughs> no, I need 911 because I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm about to lose it. Oh. <laughs> or if you're choking on a nugget, maybe. Yeah, that too. Now that's legit 911. Yeah. All right, one more. Here's the beginning of the call. emergency. Yeah, can you please send rescue? Okay, I'm going to play one more time listen to this guy yeah, because yeah. did he, A, call because he's having a bad trip on special brownies, B, stomach ache from eating watermelon and throw one was growing in his stomach because he swallowed seeds, or C, oh, he locked himself inside his own car, leading the dispatcher to explain to him that he could just open the door. Here you go, hear it again. emergency. Yeah, can you please send rescue? So bad trip on special brownies, stomach ache from Dang. watermelon growing in his stomach, or he's locked in his own car. <laughs> this is tough. This is a grab bag. Yeah, this is a grab bag because they're mean. all so good. I got it. Yeah, me too. I'm in. Lunchbox? He's on a bad trip, man. Eddie? I think he's locked in his own car. Let's hear it. I think I'm having an overdose of his soul as my wife. Okay, you and your wife? Yes. Overdose of what? Marijuana. Okay, how much did you guys have? Uh, I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. I really do. <laughs> Okay, uh, how much did you put in the brownies? I don't know. I, I, I Was it a bag? Who made the brownies? I, I, um, my wife and I did. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. He thinks they're dead. <laughs> but he's talking. He thinks they're dead. But he thinks dead. he's dead. Yes. I mean, hilarious. Wow. Lunchbox, you are the winner. Three to see. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Well, he is the 911 king. He calls me more than anybody yeah, yeah. I've ever met in my whole life. Okay, so there's that. We got the pile coming up in a minute. And don't forget tickets to my comedically inspirational show in Nashville. Go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Central. If you want to come, it'll be awesome. Uh, it's a comedy show. We, it's way more than that. But get tickets on Friday at 10 a.m. at bobbybones.com. 10 a.m. Central time. Here is a voicemail from Jenny in Texas. When you're walking your dog and you pick up their stuff, can you throw it away in someone else's trash can that's still out on the street? Or do you have to take it back to your house and throw it away in your outdoor trash can? Just looking for some etiquette here. Okay, thanks. I think I would throw it away in someone else's trash can if it was on the street. Yeah. The only problem is with our trash cans, everything has to be bagged up individually because they pick them up by hand and put them in the truck. They don't do the dump it in. Oh. And I don't think it's normal. I think it's because of where we live. So I would think if you're in a neighborhood where the, the trash man comes by, they grab the can and just dump it all in, it's fine. But if you were to do that to ours, I didn't have to, they have the, to get it with their hands. Yeah, that's not that's not good. So most people, <laughs> they do keep it in a bag and take it all the way home or to an outdoor trash can. Mm-hmm. But I would think if you're walking in your neighborhood, you know the trash can rules. And I think for the most part, it's okay to just put it in the trash can. Because otherwise, you can just leave it on the ground. And we don't want that. So I'm going to go yes, unless for some weird reason you know you're in a neighborhood where it's weird. Like mine. 
I can't imagine the guy going, oh, I got to get that out with my hand. Oh, that'd be, that'd be terrible. terrible. That'd be terrible. Does that go for everything else, too? Like, if you're drinking, like, a cup, oh, like you finish your cup, oh, that's a trash can right yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Just, yes. In general. And can you walk up to the side of their house to put it in? No, you have to, it has to be on the road. <laughs> By the garage? Yeah, you can't really walk on someone's property unless there's a chance you want to get shot. Right, right. Okay. Because you can't just walk onto someone's property. You know, because there's sometimes they put them by the side of the fence, you know, the side of the house. Yeah, I hear you. And if it's on the side of the road, you can do it. But I wouldn't walk on someone's property to use their trash can. Yeah, just ask him for a friend. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Amy's out sick, so I'm here. We'll start with this one. At the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, they announced a new check-in feature that will make it easier to check in with loved ones. According to the company, the new iOS 17 iMessage gesture will send automatic updates to selected contacts to let them know when you arrive at your destination if you choose to let them know that you're arriving at your destination. You can do find now. You can turn your location on and Mm -hmm. you can see where each other is. But let's say they're like, okay, Eddie, you're going home. Check on me when you get home. Yeah, I'm worried about you overnight. And do I set it before I leave? Well, they don't really go into how specific it is, but it'll probably be like that where you you type in something, boom, good. And when you get there, it sends the message. That's cool. That way, if somebody forgets, it doesn't matter. Like if you to your kid, like, hey, let me know when you get there. Oh, yeah. They might forget. No, they always forget. But according (laughs) to this, it will now send a check in and it'll also track a trip, send automatic updates if the person that you're tracking is late or changes from their route. Wow, that's awesome. It's like the ultimate mom and dad tool here. (laughs) But that is from a source called Scary Mommy. Uh, 10 food hacks. Number one, using a baby monitor to keep an eye on the temperature of a smoker. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's good. They do have Bluetooth on some smokers, but yeah, I'll I'll do that. I never set up Bluetooth on anything but my phone and a speaker. Really? (laughs) All kinds of stuff comes with Bluetooth now. And I'm like, why would you even need that? Dude, the Bluetooth on the smoker is awesome because I can be at church and be like, oh, let me check my thing. Okay, good. 250. We're still good. You leave it? Oh, set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah, what do I not know about a smoker then? So it's I mean, not like a grill. It, no, no, it's just it's smoke. It's very, it's a very long cook. So say like an eight hour brisket, right, or nine hour brisket. You want to make sure that temperature is the same, and if it's not, you can gradually move it on your phone by Bluetooth. Okay, but mm-hmm. follow me here. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to leave a curling iron on when you leave the house, but you can leave a whole smoker on. And- yeah, it's you outside, gonna- but okay. outside it's can catch on fire. It's contained. Yeah, it's good. So is a curling iron. It's not supposed to catch on fire. No, curling iron's in your like bathroom. Probably no, no, I'm some... saying contained. Okay, but really no fires from smokers? No, man. Set it and forget it. Eating a hard taco over a soft tortilla shell. So that if everything drops onto the hard taco, mm-hmm. it goes onto the soft taco, then you can eat a second taco. Okay. Number three, mathematically, one 18-inch pizza has more pizza than two 12-inches pizzas. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't really do the math either here. I'm just reading this. Mixing a few cereals together for variety. It does that. And to regulate sweetness levels. Amy talked about doing this with her son and her daughter because they like sweet cereals. So she would mix it in with some of the adult cereals to make it not so sweet, which is fine. For easy to eat s'mores, try making them in ice cream cones. Like a waffle cone? Trying to think. So cone. Yeah. Cone. Waffle cone and then chocolate, and then marshmallow, I guess. So you get the cone, you can put the chocolate and the marshmallow and then put that over the fire. Yeah, I'm not going to read all these, but 
steaming your vegetables while cooking pasta noodles by placing a cookie cooling rack over your pot of boiling spaghetti, adding the vegetables on top of it, and then laying the lid over the top so they'll steam over the pasta. Okay. Explain that to me because I got lost halfway through. I don't cook. So you got the pot, right? It's yeah. boiling water. Yeah, you yeah. put the pasta in there, uh-huh. and that's going to produce- I see my wife do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. That's going to produce steam. Got so it. on top of the pot, you put something else, like the oh, veggies. Oh, like a cookie sheet. Totally. Oh, that and is it pretty steams good. it. All right. The average wedding now costs $29,000. The latest data shows that the average wedding period in the United States is almost 30 grand. And basically, everything costs more than it did before the pandemic, except for the groom's attire, which is cheaper. Yeah, yeah. We don't care as much. Well, for some reason, things always end up easier for us. <laughs> Mostly because we don't care. Even the price of the DJ is up 25% from before the pandemic. Dang. So that is from Axios and Zola. Dirk Spenley jokes he wouldn't mind joining Lainey Wilson on Yellowstone. Yeah, I think everybody now wants to be an actor and all the country people know that maybe they can get on Yellowstone. Yeah. So him joking it, it's like me joking. Yeah, I'd host the ACMs or CMAs. <laughs> he really wants yeah, to. Yeah, you really want to. <laughs> so you just say you're joking. Yeah. So in case they don't call you, it's just a joke, you know. Americans are retiring earlier than they had expected. Come on. But, okay, yes. but I hear you, but no, you don't just get to quit. Hey, keep reading this. This is yeah, awesome. Americans are currently retiring earlier than they expected, but four out of five still struggle with the retirement process. Mm-hmm. A survey of 2,000 retired Americans found that they, well, initially expected to retire at a certain age. What age do you think you'll retire, guys, before I tell you this age? Mm, uh, 55. Yeah, that's what they say. Wow. Yeah. No, that's not what they say. 55 is not what they say. 11 years from oh, now. it's not? No. So most people think they'll retire at 63 years old. Oh, oh no, that's too old. Beating the median point by almost two years. So 65 is the normal. Wow. However, 81% admit to having difficulties even if they waited until then. But you guys haven't started saving at all for retirement, but you've been retiring in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that works. Well, I do. I have started saving. Like I pick up, like all, like if I pay with cash, like if it's $2.03, I give them $3. And that 97 cents goes in a jar towards retirement. And I hear you. And normally I wouldn't care, and I'd be like, hey, just do your own thing. I don't want to make fun of you. But you guys talk all the time about how retirement's your number one goal. Can't wait. You just want to quit work. Oh, yeah. gosh, it's going to be amazing. But then I say, well, how are you going to do that? And then you say... Announce it. No, it's, you just can't <laughs> announce retirement. It's Social not like, security, man. Yeah, you know that, that ain't going to work either. At what age can I get that? I don't know, 65? I'm just guessing. Oh, well, then how can I retire at 55? But it's also not going to be as much as you think it is, if it even exists then. There's no promise it exists then. But we've been putting money in it this whole time, yeah, and then sue. they're going to take it away from us? Who are you going to sue? I don't know whoever took it. The president? Yeah. Sue the president. Finally, the six-second rule could boost your relationship. Right. So if you kiss your significant other, okay. they say at least once a day, kiss them for six seconds solid. Yeah, that's kind of long. One, two, three. Yeah, I'm done. Four, five. That's full French kiss. Yeah, that is, Yeah, man. I like it. That's full tongue at least once a day. Once a day. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, I don't know if I do that. This guy, John Gottman, who's a psychologist and marriage and family therapist, says that, yeah, this is pretty accurate. If you can give one six second kiss a day, it will help your marriage. And also your work relationship. Come here, Lynch. <laughs> six seconds. Let her rip. You can start receiving your Social Security retirement benefits as early as age 62. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, you are entitled to full benefits when you reach your full retirement age. So you only get partial at 62. Oh. If you delay taking your benefits from your full retirement age up to 70, your benefit amount will increase. Oh. Yeah, but 70, you're pretty much done. Oh, pretty much. You can't even walk. Life. What are Uh, you going to do? Those two actors just had babies. 
De Niro and Shapiro or whoever. Yeah, they're filthy rich. Who's the other one? De Niro, De Niro and, Pacino. and Pacino. Yeah, De Niro and Shapiro. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. And now a very personal tell me something good. This is Brandy in San Antonio. Brandy, what's going on? Hi, Bobby. Hi, Morning Show. Morning to you. Um, <laughs> I was in New York City this past weekend. Um, I was up there for the Petco Love adoption event in Union Square. And there was a family who was walking through, looking at all of the different animals that were there for adoption that day. And they saw their dog that had been missing since January as one of the adoptable pets with animal care centers of New York City. Wow. So they they got their dog back. That's that's crazy. (laughs) Were you there when that happened? I know you said that happened there, but were you, did you see it with your own eyeballs? So I know I was working the event. Um, I'm part of Petco Love and we were hosting the event. So I was in a different area of the park, but. My um, life-saving director like grabbed me and she was like, hey, go find this person because this is happening. So it that was really cool. would be one of the greatest feelings ever to see yeah. your dog that was gone that you're like, that's our dog. Oh, my God. And then hopefully they didn't make them pay an adoption fee because you already own it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And yeah, six yeah, yeah. months later, that's why you're there getting another dog because you think it's never happening. Hey, Brandy, I appreciate that story. Thanks for sharing it with us. Yeah, no problem. There was no adoption fee paid and Petco gave them a free grooming for their puppy. <laughs> that's Yay. great. There you go. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.